Oh, what's up? How's it hanging? How's it happen? You guys know this is Kevin from the Card Progression Podcast, sponsored by Dark Fusion Systems, the best in your custom computing creation needs, whether it's for a gaming PC, whether you're a musician, whether you're an artist, graphic designer, or just want one hell of a personal computer, Dark Fusion Systems can build the perfect one for you. Get $100 off using the code CPPOD. At checkout after your entire build, darkfusions.com, link trip to the podcast below. Go check it out. Go get your own computer built and get $100 off. Oh, yeah. Now it's a future presentation. We're going metalcore once again with a band that reached out to me on Reddit. It's Advents, and their brand new EP, Persona Melodies, is out now. We dive deep into it. We talk about the emotion behind songwriting, and then some of these lyrics got written in the middle of the hot tub, guys. We hear that story and a lot more. You guys ready? Let's go! Yeah. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of the Core Progression Podcast. I-, I find bands in some of the most ridiculous ways. Sometimes it's just, you know, PR firms. Sometimes I reach out to bands on different platforms. Sometimes they reach out to me. This is a first because this band reached out to me off of seeing a comment on the Metalcore subreddit. I've never had that happen before. They said, hey, ch- can you guys check out our EP? Can you check it out? Just see what you think. And if you want to bring us to the podcast, let's do it. Well, I checked it out, and good fucking God was it good. So we're bringing them on. We're talking about it. The brand new EP, Persona Melodies, is out now. So go and check it out right after this episode. But please welcome Spiz and Joe from the band Advent to the podcast. So gentlemen, welcome to the Core Progression Podcast. What's up? What's up? Thank you for having us. What is up, guys? I should have started out with like, what the fuck is up, Denny's? Because, well, it's metalcore. It makes sense. Yeah, it'd be relevant. Never, yeah, never really gets old, does it? No, it's it's the one call out yeah. and the one meme that will never get old in the music community because it's just so randomly funny, but everyone knows it. So it ain't it ain't dying. Mm-hmm. It, ain't, it ain't going the way of like you know the original like penguin memes or like success kid or bad luck Brian. No, what the fuck is up, Denny's is forever. Yes, yes, sir. Do you see the dude? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was gonna say his. Vo- you have a very uh, radio esque voice. He does. <laughs> I was just thinking that too. Perfect. It's like hey, a everybody. <laughs> so we're like, let's get it. Let's go. <laughs> you guys are the first person to or first people to say that. I've had a couple of people say that. I had another podcaster like ask me, "Did you do like college radio when you were in like school?" And I just said, "No, but I would have been damn good at it." What? I, I okay, maybe I missed my calling. calling. I missed it in college, but I finally found my calling when I was twenty-four years old. So better late than never. To say yeah, for yeah. sure. That's but, when, uh, That's actually. I mean, I think a lot of people nowadays don't figure it out until their mid twenties or so. So, fuck. There's certain things I still haven't figured out yet. I mean, I'm I'm Damn. I'm still podcast. I'm still having a blast with it over five years, but um, I still have to work a full time job because this isn't paying the bills yet. So, still trying to figure out that part. You'll get there in time. We'll all persistence. Just be persistent. Persistence. That's what persistence you are, is key. So. We'll all get there at some point in time, but when it comes to the new EP, I do want to jump into that right away. Persona Melodies, it came out right at the beginning of the year on January 5th. It's got four songs to it, and overall, again, the EP's been probably about about for about a month now, so what has the reception been overall for this thing that you guys have seen, whether it's on your own socials or as you guys, where I found you guys and where you guys found me, pushing it out on Reddit? Like, what has been that response? Yeah, cause here you go. I think it's been great so far, honestly. Um, a lot of people reaching out to us, people, a lot of usernames we've never seen before. Uh, a lot of comments, a lot of messages. Um, you mentioned Reddit. We're 
where we met, there's people that see our, our name. That's me in there just commenting on stuff and people will just like hit me back randomly on a totally separate discussion. And they're like, love the EP. And I'm like, I didn't even know you knew us. So it's like, it's definitely been good so far. Um, it's been a lot of fun to put the songs out and talk to people about it. We just played our first show, which I'm sure we'll get to, but the response there was, was really good. So it's been fun. Yeah. Oh, we can get to that after we dive deeper into this EP, because I, I was hoping the response would be good after listening through it myself, because Again, when I came in, when I started listening to music, just really getting into it after the you guys reached out on Reddit, I had no idea what to expect. All I knew was, was that this was going to be something I was going to at least enjoy because Metalcore subreddit, I enjoy that kind of music. It definitely makes sense. But going through the four songs we have on there with Red 13, LCD, uh, Chroma, and of course, Never Game Over. One thing I enjoyed about each song was... I was trying to figure out what your sound and what your style was overall. Of course, you can't really do that through a four-song EP. You want to find out what other what else the band has around there, really get into it. But there was a lot of different types of experimentation in here with your sound that I was very curious about because there were instances when I looked when I listened to every single song there that they just had these unique points to it where I was picking out like, oh, this band, like, there's influence from this band over here. There's influence from another band over here from a de- completely different spectrum. But in the end, there was still this, like, overall produced cyberpunk kind of metalcore feel to it that was really at the core from each and every song. So in the end, through this EP, I'm like, I already kind of found out where a core sound for you guys comes in. But now I'm seeing the potential where how far you can go with this and how you can experiment with this to really create these styles, really create these songs, really create these impactful just messages and meanings that people are going to take and the storytelling through what you're going to create here. So I was damn impressed with that. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. That's that like, a, that was deep. Yeah. That's like a, <laughs> probably one of the, the nicest compliments we could, we could get because yeah. it's like, we talk about that a lot. Like we don't want to, we wanted to start, this band by not putting ourselves in a box like a lot of bands have their sound and then they tie themselves to that sound whether it's themselves or uh fans of that band they expect something but even our first ep and now it's kind of like we kind of just do whatever the hell we want and i think people have come to know us as that as that band hopefully like you're saying um and, and like you just met us and you got that impression so i feel like now so early in our you know career two eps in like we're gonna just keep rolling with that i think like make what we want to hear it'll sound like us but we could kind of experiment and even some of the stuff we're working on now you might be like holy shit like (laughs) i know it's advents but like this is the same band that wrote like lcd like it might get you by surprise so that's really cool to hear thank you so much yeah thanks yeah, I'll say in between like LCD and Chroma, those are two songs I at first thought like the same band wrote these songs and they're back to back on an EP. That that doesn't really make sense to me, but I guess it's it's going to work, which it absolutely did. But what you kind of said about, you know, you don't want to put yourself in a box musically like some artists have in the past. It does make a lot of sense where I'll use a band like, even though I do like the band, I'll use Breaking Benjamin as an example. When it comes to Breaking Benjamin, you know exactly what kind of sound and what kind of style to expect on every single record, every single step of the way. That's nothing against Breaking Benjamin. They found a style and a formula that perfectly fits them and perfectly impacts the fans the way they want to. I mean, they're playing large venues, they're playing amphitheaters, they're headlining festivals. So it does make sense. 
But you see a lot of bands that are really popping off lately, especially, you know, since I'll use the since the pandemic, use a band like Bring Me the Horizon constantly changing over time to the point where you don't know what to expect anymore. Bad Omens from what they started with, with their original album to what they did on Death of Peace of Mind to what they're going forward with. Again, completely different things. Sleep Token. We have this feel of what Sleep Token is, but we know they can go very soft, but they can also do stuff like the summoning and have this intense, heavier part to it and then have some weird, like funky, you know, ending to the whole entire song that doesn't make any sense. We can see it with like band, with uh, Falling in Reverse too. see all the different things that Ronnie Radke has been able to put together in a couple of songs. So a lot of bands that are really getting that like headwind right now and really gaining a lot of popularity throughout the music scene and taking this new sound of metal and really bringing it to be more popular through the masses, it's because they're experimenting with so many different things. It's because they have this core sound that you can always rely on, but they have the experimentation written in there to expand on what they can do, and they're never held back by expectations from the fans or that they have to do something themselves. Like They have to keep this certain sound in order to appease what they've already created. It's If you're going to start out with that openness and be able to be free and continue to try things, then that's what fans are going to expect. And the more that fans expect that, then it allows you to just to continue to try different ideas. Another band comes out with something and you get inspired by it to put your sound into something that they're doing. You just get a piece of it. Boom, go for it. See what happens. We're expecting mana craziness at this point when it comes to your writing. And that's what we want. We want you guys to write how you want to write and not be held back by any expectations or by being restrained to a certain thing that the genre wants you to. Yeah, I was going to say the, this most simple way you can break that down. And I know this now after, you know, being in this band for the last, I mean, being officially a band for almost three years, but being in the band for like five is that it's more just about, it's like those bands, what they're doing is they're just having fun. That's all they're really doing. It's like, it's just, you're like, all right. Cause we, when we started the band, we didn't have, we weren't like, maybe in the beginning, some of us were like, we want to sound like this or we want to have this sound. But then we we instantly with the first EP were like you know we decided to go to a producer and the guitarist of the band that you're the shirt that you're wearing right now uh, Ricky's uh, Ricky Armelino and he kind of uh, he broke he kind of like broke our minds a little bit on things he kind of like readjusted us to have a different mindset on things and I think that was where we kind of were just like well it doesn't really matter like let's just let's just make it sound let's just have fun with it and make it sound like us and not try to sound like anybody else. Obviously we're going to have um, influences. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, we just like, especially with this last EP more so than anything, I think we just had fun. Um, and we were like, Oh, that sounds cool. Let's do this. Or let's add this in there. Let's, let's throw this, let's do this melody or whatever. Like, it's just, it's fun. And I like to think like bring the horizon and bad omens. They're kind of the same way where they're just like, let's just have fun with it. Like we don't, I mean, we're not Bad Omens or, mm -hmm. or Bring Me the Horizon. We don't have uh, a fan base, obviously, like theirs, <laughs> but we don't really, we don't necessarily have anyone, people don't really have expectations for us, which is cool. Um, they just enjoy the music. So it's just like, we don't, we don't really get in our heads too much about it. We just try to have fun. And like, like, like Kaz, Kaz said, the next, the next EP will probably be, it's going to be, well, it is, we, it's pretty much done now, but it's, it's going to be completely different. Um, not completely, but it's going to have those elements, like you said, um, but it's also going to be, uh, we're going to, we're still having fun as I would put it. We're still having fun. 
So like the way you put it too, and like working with Ricky Armolino, who I've he all his name always comes up on this podcast in some form or fashion. Yeah. Whether it's from you guys, I remember the band Enox brought him up as well when they worked with on a song with him. I once interviewed oh. the band, uh, if not for me, and they were literally writing and working with Ricky during that episode that we recorded. So their lead singer was sitting outside on a couch outside the recording room, and Ricky would video bomb every time he walked past. Like mm-hmm. he'd do something <laughs> stupid every time. I'm just sitting there like. So Rick Armelino has essentially been a part of the Court Progression podcast, and he just all he did was just stupid stuff. Now that's the kind of guy I like. You know, it's you know, it's actually funny. Um, from Enoch's Mike, uh, the vocalist, he was in the basement while we were tracking that EP. <laughs> he was living, he was living with Ricky. Um, so uh, he was there while we were tracking, and he actually came in and helped us on uh, he was uh, actually helping us with writing on one of the songs. Uh, I forget which one it was. Um. And actually threw on one of the songs, he threw uh, a little bit of like backing track on it. Because once I was done, we had to we left and then he threw some um, some backing stuff on there. So he's actually on one of the songs. But you, I mean, he's in the background. You don't really hear him that much, but he's there. Um, so, yeah, funny, funny little tidbit there. But yeah, we, I mean, I know I know Mike and I know I don't know them too well, but I know I know them. I've met them. I, they know who I am. And they're cool guys. Really talented. Enoch's. Um, they're actually playing a show on Saturday. Shoot, so. I'm gonna have to, I got I gotta get in my car and drive out by where you guys are because I want to see that. I want to. I'm in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, so uh-huh. might be a little bit of a drive. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. If you, if you leave now, you might make it. Yeah. <laughs> What's today? Thursday. Yeah, today's Thursday. Ah, oh, man, I, I did the I did the drive from uh, Milwaukee to Danville, Virginia last year for the ill-fated Blue Ridge Rock Fest, and I just did that straight. So, um. As long as the show happens, it won't be any worse than that. <laughs> oh, dude, Blue Ridge is <laughs> get into that. That every I feel like every year. I actually I was in my last band. I played it in twenty twenty one, and it was a disaster then. And I think it's just gone downhill even more since. Well, we're never gonna play Ridge. We're never gonna play that now. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah, I mean it was fun. It was, it was cool for us, but as a spectator. <laughs> seemed like it was hell i think a girl sank into the mud down to her waist because the ground was just like not okay to be standing on and like it was it was a mess oh Ran i out could, of water oh i could yeah. tell you stories about both 2023 and 2021 <laughs> i've got them <laughs> i was there yeah, dude. oh you were in 21 too yep then. i was in 21 as well that yes. was um yeah we're just gonna leave yeah it, it was Dude, I was we were there and I was reading the articles like Loudwire, Metal Injection, whatever, on my phone as we were like, I think it was the day after we played. And I was like, it was just like everywhere. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not really seeing this directly, but um yeah, the, no like medical attention to people, like just like crazy, like and then they were like, Oh, it's not happening again. And then they're like, just kidding, now we moved it, and then it was still a disaster. And I'm like, this is like who's like who's doing this? Like it's so like, I know who's responsible yeah. for it, but it's like how like how are you not fixing this at this point? I, I, I don't I honestly don't know. I think I mean people's I think before we get back to you guys, because I don't want to sidetrack too much away from the EP, honestly. I want to get as many people to know about this and really get into this, but when it comes to the whole entire thing with Blue Ridge, it was after 2021, it, it, they just kept getting the best lineups over and over and over again. So people kept wanting to go 2022. The biggest is that the biggest thing that they went wrong was the, um, the busing issue, trying to get people back to their cars. Cause now you couldn't park on site. You had to park off site. 
But again, when you have that many people and only a limited number of buses making runs like three to six miles apart. So that's, and that's only one way. So it's six miles total or 12 miles total. You're not going to get people in and out of there quick enough. The when last year though, for 2023, everything we, we could figure out, everything started going haywire completely on day one. Once the massive like storm just formed over and came because they tell people, you know, take shelter in the buses. Well, you got 40,000 people there. You got maybe 70 bus school buses. Not everyone's going to fit in there. Um, I hit under the, uh, I think it was the first A-10. I was under the whole entire time. I've got, I've got more stories about that. I could share with you guys, but I don't want to get too much into it. I want to get back to you guys EP specifically because I always like to ask this question and I know it's going to be difficult for both you guys. Because it's going to be like picking one of your children. But on the EP, on the four tracks, which one of, is your favorite personally? It's actually easy. I think for all of us, <laughs> for everyone in the band, it's actually really easy. Right? I mean, it's usually between two, but there's usually always one that... Cause it's funny because this EP was kind of like everyone kind of had their own song, I guess. Well, at least, I guess three... Well, I guess... Yeah, I guess three of us did our basis wasn't in the band until the end but um till like i think when did when did the christian join the band what after what lcd was out or before it? i don't remember or whatever it's that's irrelevant but um it was before we released anything but it was after the process was done so he wasn't involved in the writing but right. yeah um, he he yeah. has a, he knows his favorite song too which is mine um mine is a chroma uh yeah chroma and then it would probably if i'm gonna give you the order it'd be chroma Red 13, um, never game over than LCD. But they're all they're all uh songs to be proud of, I'd say. Be happy with. They all have different vibes. There's just a vibe that sets settles is more personal is mm-hmm. for me as chroma. Um but and yeah. it would it's also the same for me. I would say it's probably the same exact order, except Red 13 is it's tough for me. Um because Red 13 is a super personal song for me. It's it's basically, the, the, lyrically, it could relate to a lot of different things, but it was written from the perspective of like how my brain works in a lot of different ways. So on a personal level, it's tough to put that at number mm-hmm. two, but Chroma, um, and I also love playing Red 13, um, but Chroma just has something about that chorus, the way Spiz sings it. Um, I know the the place that Spiz was coming from when he wrote the lyrics and when he sang that. And every time I listen to it, I can like, I can like hear the the pain, knowing his story, and also like because I mean, pain makes the best music by and large. Yeah. You could say so. It's like, at least in my opinion, so it's like to hear the way he executes the delivery of what I knew he was going through and how he put it poetically. I mean, Chroma has to has to be number one but like i said red 13 is like it's right there for me yeah. um, i mean i'm, I'm not surprised i'm not surprised that chroma is one of the top songs for the both of you that does not surprise me in the slightest why is that i mean i think for, well because I, I, I was thinking about my rankings for the songs and the way that i like them now again this is from someone who is listening to music for the first time really just doesn't know much of the backstory behind any of these things or trying to figure them out for me and and for myself too, I like stuff that is gonna make me want to hit people in the mosh pit. Like that's my kind of thing. Yeah. So for me, number one was LCD. Then it was Chroma. Then Never Game Over. And then Red Thirteen was number mm-hmm. four. And yeah. my my I mean my main reason for that is because you listen to LCD. I'm like I, I, immediately listening to it. I'm like I can feel when it comes to Advents. You guys have this like 
cyberpunk produced like just like this like manic metalcore style to there but the manic came over in a fe- feeling like i would get when i listen to alpha wolf mm-hmm. and the and the vocals even though they're not like you know much different in terms of overall tone but just the aggression that came behind them really matched up with that so i'm hearing you guys really come out in this you know musically with your stone sound with this produced sound over the top that gives it more of this like i keep saying cyberpunk because that's the most in like way i can kind of describe it where it's you get these cranks on the guitars you just get stuff that feels like you know you're you're basically listening to heavy metal in the matrix but you know incredibly good shit though so that's where that came from for me and that's why i like it the the most but then when it came to chroma specifically it took that style that like cyberpunk electronic metalcore style that you had and throughout the rest of the ep but then twisted up to make it this more cinematic and deeper emotional song with how you're able to play through the all the instrumentals here. I did like it overall, you know, because it kind of compared to like where Red 13 kind of had a little maybe a similar feel to it. I thought it brought it out a little bit better because you use that sound. You didn't have to make it super manic, which is a way that a lot of people would listen to that. But make this emotionally draining based on how you connect the flow with these varying blank spots and the overall experience of this song. It just everything connected together there. And at times I kind of was listening to the vocal, especially in the verses. The band that kept popping up in my head, I'm like, this feels like the band Red, which was something I wasn't expecting from you guys in terms of the overall like connection I was making to the song. But the emotional toll that the lyrics were taking, the emotional toll that the vocals were taking, everything around there really brought it forward. And you kind of even had something like programmed piano in there too to bring more of that cinematic flow to it. That was something that really made the song stand out and showed a completely different side compared to what LCD did. Like you have two completely different ends of the spectrum here with both of those songs, but both of them worked out tremendously. Thank you. That was oh, uh, thank you. Yeah, very deep. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, um, it's funny. LCD is your favorite song. We actually wrote the lyrics to that song in a hot tub. Um, <laughs> we we finished. We we had we had we had one day left. Um, we had one we finished the song we finished writing the song and we had one day left so that night we had to write lyrics like on the spot because we were going to use we were going to we were going to use one song that we already wrote but we're like no let's not use it let's use, let's do another one so we wrote it and then um that day uh that night we went to the hot tub because we didn't go in the hot tub yet so in the hot Airbnb tub, we, had a had a hot tub so yeah and we all and we all went in the back and this song was um while we were like writing whatever uh sab our guitarist now i told you we all have like our own favorite song mm-hmm. that your favorite is Se- is seb's favorite and he wrote like this giant plethora like this giant like plethora of like angry alpha hit one of his favorite bands is alpha wolf too so it's like it's like well it's this big giant like nonsense but there was good stuff in there <laughs> it was it was all, it was nonsense it was complete like like i was like what am i even reading but i'm like this is good Cause it's giving me ideas so we all went to the hot tub and it was like this whole like weird like thing where like i would be like all right how about this line and then i would flow a how i would do it and then coz coz would be like that doesn't make any sense what about this word and i'm like no not that word and then so i would be like oh why, why not like this sentence and i'm like no wait hold on and then sometimes like coza would have a really good idea or would just grammar check me or whatever and then Seb would be like, uh, what about this line? Or maybe you should say this. And they're like, oh, that's cool. So it was just like this whole weird thing. We're in there probably dehydrating for like 
what was that like three hours two hours <laughs> yeah dude it was not healthy at all we were in there for like... a long time. um yeah but it was fun but, uh, and uh it's it's a memory we actually made a video i actually did record a video of um it's on tiktok and it's on yeah, I think it's on TikTok. Yeah, and uh, it's like just buried somewhere. Seb reading the lyrics in the hot song, and he's so happy about it. So, like, yeah, that was uh, that was probably the happiest song you're ever gonna get from us anytime soon. I mean, <laughs> yes and no. It is probably one of the heavier songs you're gonna get from us in a while, but it's there. It's 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 there. Um, but like you said, like the endings, the ending one really, the the last song Chroma kind of I would say set the stage for what's coming next um so that's kind of also why we wanted to choose that as the last song because we think it uh it kind of like i said it kind of sets the stage for for our next uh upcoming ep interesting so it's like that sound is just kind of the transition of what you guys are bringing forward next it's going to be something that might be you know not directly what chroma is but just kind of have that influence there to just build off of and maybe, especially with Chroma having a little bit more of this emotional toll to it compared to stuff like Never yeah. Game Over and LCD, it's going to potentially dive deeper into more of those emotional aspects and those stories that you guys are feeling they're going to tell us so that when we connect with them, we feel that emotion and we bring forward more of those stories from our own brains and our own minds and our own experiences to your music to connect with it even better and allow us to really get deep in with Advents, have this period of time where potentially, you know, you maybe you get a song on there that something just absolutely hits on TikTok and it blows up and becomes the next Just Pretend. Who knows? It could happen. Maybe you guys come up with something insanely ridiculous and wacky and it makes no sense, but it's super duper well-produced and very flowing where it becomes a, something where, you know, pops off like a Sleep Token song would. Or maybe you guys just go absolutely goofy as all hell on one song. Don't take the lyrics way too seriously. Take the music seriously. Don't take the lyrics and seriously just have a goofy time with it. And next thing you know, you're competing with Electric Callboy for funniest music video out there. <laughs> well, I can, I, can, I can tell you that that's probably not going to happen. Nah! Uh, it's going to always probably be serious, but I think um, the next ones are more... Uh, I think they're more like I don't I don't I, like one's really personal, but they they're kind of similar to like how the sound in EP was, um, in the in the last EP where it was like the sounds were kind of different all across the board, but they tied in. It's kind of how the lyrics are gonna be in this one because we have some songs that we have one song that's like really personal, and then they have it, and then I have a song that I wrote that well I guess we wrote Koza helped me more on these songs. Um, uh, when we were when we were tracking them and everything and you know they're just kind of like i said they're all i don't want to like say and i mean like it's i mean it doesn't really matter but like they're they're just kind of all over like once they're kind of more like how would i how would you call it? what would you call it cause like like some of them are kind of like more like i don't know setting like a setting kind of like a i don't know i don't even know how to explain it i should learn how to explain it because they all do there, there's ask. some no this is the first time we've spoken about because like we're it's not even done yet so it's good that we're talking about it i guess it's kind of like um it sounds like us for sure it has like you keep we keep saying the word cyberpunk but like it has the the feel that you the dna have yeah. you know yeah it's mm -hmm. it's in the dna of it the, the sound that you're describing mm -hmm. that you kind of know us for now um but it also feels like the the term that's coming to my brain even though it's funny is it feels like a really big warm hug at the same time but it's like still like metallic but it's like more like dreamy, spacey. It's baddie um, core. It's baddie core. 
Yeah, it, I don't know if you heard. Yeah, this the, the joke <laughs> about the new baddie core phenomenon. Yep. There is a lot of that in there, but it was almost coincidental with all that stuff starting. We're just making the music we want to hear. Like that's, and I think that's the key to a lot of this. Is like if you enjoy it, and we definitely enjoyed the process, and I think that like comes across. And you know, people like you seem to really enjoy listening to it. We're not really writing for for anybody in particular like i know it's like it sounds super cliche but like we're really not like we're just in a band because it's fun and we're trying to take it as far as we can but like these songs like we all actually really do enjoy so um it's more of what you've heard from us but it's also like a sound that we're dipping our toes in as far as like further in the direction of like a chroma but different at the same time it's kind of like it's kind of like you're setting the scene for what your sound could be by exposing the larger landscape to a more emotional side of what Advents can be. That's what it kind of sounds like and what you're going for. Yeah, if, it's definitely more. Um, I yeah, I'd say it's it's emotional. Yeah, definitely more. I think I convey more emotion vocally in these songs than I have in pre, pre- previous ones. But yeah, we'll see. I don't even want to like. I, I I listen to them all the time. I'm just like I don't. Again, I still haven't really processed how to, like, explain them, but I have to figure that out. <laughs> I should yeah. know that, but I don't, because I'm still... No, I, don't know, I don't know why the, the hug thing came to mind, but it's it's like a... It is one. I don't even know I if that makes it sense. Either. It's just, you know what I mean, right? It's like yeah. a... They're fun to listen to. They're dynamic. Um, there's a lot that people could relate to, probably, when you read the lyrics, if you were to, you know, dissect them. Multiple interpretations. Everything we've done, it's just the next iteration of it i guess best way to put it so it's kind of like they're it's like they're fun but when you're talking about like that like hug feel it seems similar to just feeling comfortable with where you are with that because you think about it's like you know you get a like you know it's like a warm hug from let's say like you know someone you care about maybe a family member it's like you know or if you're having a bad day and you go home and your girlfriend's there and she gives you a hug and it's like that kind of just makes things just like okay kind of just take a breath and it's (sighs) Just kind of let all that like it's like an emotional catharsis release. Yeah. Yeah, we want to I mean, I don't want to speak for Spiz, but it would be the ultimate. It is the ultimate compliment when people reach out to us and they're like, you know, like Red 13, for example. A lot of people don't know what that song is actually about and how it pertains to me personally and whatever. But they'll look at it through a different lens and say, you know, like music does, like you relate it to where you're at in your life and and whatever and i have my bands my favorite bands that i'm currently in past that i put on whether i'm feeling you know sad pissed off happy and i interpret those lyrics the way i do so if somebody is going to put on an advent song and do the same for them like that's that's the ultimate compliment and i think these songs have those lyrics where it's like i don't know what he's talking about but like I just had these, this thing happen to me. And like, this is like, how does he know that I'm feeling this? Like if, if we reach more people and we can get them to feel something based on just like, you know, us being in an, Air, in an Airbnb <laughs> coming up with nonsense <laughs> in our heads. Like it, that's like, that's just really cool. That's the thing. It's like, it's not, non. It, I mean, I want to call it nonsense, but it's weird because sometimes like when we're writing, it's like, it's coming, it's coming from somewhere, at least, I went back to Nashville to finish a song and I was in the studio um, and my producer was, was playing Fortnite in the other room. And I was just, I was writing, I was writing lyrics and, and trying, cause we, we wrote, we wrote, um, wrote the song before when we were there prior, but we, I didn't couldn't track it. So like an idiot, I, I, I didn't really write anything cause I wanted to go back in and try some different ideas. 
So, um, yeah, but it was like, it was weird because sometimes I have a lot of, sometimes, you know, I mean, I don't know if you've ever written anything before, but when you, you know, like sometimes, some days you have like that block and some days you can just write. And in the, in this case, for some reason, I was just, I was just writing things down and they were just coming to me. I'm like, Oh my, like, where's this coming from? Like it's coming from somewhere, but like in some, in, in a weird way, it was like, like, I, I didn't think about it much in the moment, but once I was done and once I tracked it, I heard it back. I was like, like, it was like, this is, this is like, it was, it's a, it's a softer song, but I was like, this is like very like, like, where did this come from? And then I'm kind of trying to understand myself in the process because it's like, I'm writing these things that are coming from somewhere within me. And it's kind of like a weird, like awakening moment when I'm like looking at the paper. Well, when I'm listening to it, when I'm looking at the paper, I'm just like, and it, it's weird. It's like, I kind of learn more about myself by doing that. Cause I'm the type of person who like represses things. So when that happened, I was like, oh, that's nice. But that happens a lot. That happens with pretty much every song for the most part. But I guess in this, this moment I was by myself and I was left alone and it was just weird. And yeah, it was cool. Well, just but, yeah. by hearing you say it's like when it comes to stuff, you repress this, the, these things just to kind of keep them in and maybe not. I don't know. I'm, I, mean, I don't know why. I mean, also, we're guys. We kind of just like hold back stuff because we don't want to burden yeah. people with our problems. But when when you get to that point in time where, you know, you're, you're alone, you're starting to write this stuff. That's the point in time where you can go back and revisit those emotions, revisit those things. And when things start pouring out emotionally, what kind of maybe happens in your brain is because this is kind of the way I've always thought of it, where. When stuff like that happens when it, in your brain and you're starting to refuel those emotions again, you're mentally going back to that spot. You're mentally going back to that place for a certain period of time. Mm-hmm. And when that emotional state is so much more prevalent in your head once again, where it's like it's it's kind of like a simulation, you're back to living in that moment, then you're going to write directly from that and you're going to be able to rely right on that emotion that you're feeling in the moment to recreate how everything was. So when you're writing and you get things the way you want them, they come out as powerfully because you're writing them back from that simulated place of where you once were. Like for me, if I was to write something and try and write about how bad my year 2017 was, it wouldn't be as powerful if I was if I was writing it and I just trying to like force myself to do it. But if you put me in like a room for like two straight days and just by myself and just not like no contact or anything and let me really dive deep into those emotions. Once again, you're probably going to get some really depressing shit to come out of me, right? Writing wise, but you're going to get something that's super duper emotional. Cause now I'm back in that simulated feel of what it was like to be going through that time. Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, I guess that's a good way to look at it. I think also like pertaining to what you said is like, it's also the music kind of pulls it out of you. Sometimes mm-hmm. it depends like the song, like, for me, like when I'm like, when we have it, when we write a new song and when it's done and I'm listening to it, I listen to it a lot. Cause I, obviously I need to, you know, figure out like what we're going to do within the future video wise and everything like that. But it's when you're hearing the song, it's like, it's kind of invoking a feeling. Like I would even tell the guys like, Oh, I feel, this makes me feel this. Like I'll say words I'm like, Oh, I feel it makes me feel like, like enclosed or I feel like, I feel like I'm fighting something or I'm like, you know what I mean? Like some, some kind of emotion that's being pulled out of me when I'm listening to a song mm-hmm. and I'm just like, Oh, and I think when I was listening to this song, it pulled out something in me that was like, that I haven't really felt. Cause it's, mm-hmm. it's a very different song. It's probably our most, I mean, we, we, we wrote it with uh well, we, he was, he assisted us for a day I'd say, but he was there helping um with Landon tours of uh, a plot. And mm-hmm. he, um, and that that's that's the song we did with him and i was like it, it didn't pertain to that but that's why it's very different it has a very different feel to it very slower softer like emotional feel so 
the music was kind of like pulling that out of me and that was like and that's cool and that's what the song that's what mu music's supposed to do it's supposed to pull things out of you but um yeah in that moment i was just in my zone and especially like once we finished the songs and then i have to be like all right so like what do we do for a video for this like how do i pull this and it's like uh and like i'll just i'll just listen to songs over and over again just like pick just picture things in my brain like where would this mm -hmm. be where would this be i mean you have you seen the chroma video have you seen the chroma video yeah okay so like that video like i directed that and i edited it and everything um but like it that that was perfect it pretty much came out almost exactly how i imagine it but i didn't think that when i wrote it it just kind of came to me as i was like sitting there in my car listening to them like oh like an old like 60s 70s vibe and like this this person who's kind of like in two spaces at once and one and like internally in your mind there she's she's like swallowing you up inside and it's like that'd be cool and then the black paint and then the shots just came out really good a shout out to uh Kurt, curtis fowles for that one but uh that's the that was the cinematographer the guy who shot everything um but yeah i'll stop talking though sorry <laughs> well, I mean, it kind of it kind of makes sense where the music is going to pull that out of you, because when you think about music, it gives it gives tangible explanation to those intangible, you know, emotions that we just can't explain, because now we have something absolutely related to in our minds. It's like, well, how did it feel to go through this? You can try and explain it with words, but to try and get someone to absolutely directly feel that feeling and have an empathy with you unless they've gone through that exact same thing. It's not really going to happen, but the way that music and sound just connects people and brings back these certain emotions and potentially just has these additional influences that allow us to have some sort of a semblance to feel these things, that's where things really come up, and that's why music gets to be so powerful. That's why when you hear something that's manic, heavy, just raw, just aggressive, you know, you're feeling these emotions of angry, hyped up, just energize you hear something that's going to be a little bit more drain you're going to potentially feel these moments of depression moments of just feeling alone isolation there's a lot of things that are in play here so by you letting the song by letting the song dictate where the uh story is going you're letting that emotional guide take place so now when you're writing it you're having that emotional connection when you have those things repressed and you're reliving them now they're coming back to your mind more clearly because of the music so now you're in a place to work alongside what's already created to put these words on paper to create these lyrics and to create that emotional story that's really going to hit hard given whatever the song is about whatever the emotional vibe is you should be a uh <laughs> i was gonna say you know it's funny. sorry like not like to minimize what you said but like you like the way it's funny when you start talking in the beginning like after i'm done talking you sound like a therapist Funny. Oh, but he, he hits yeah but he hits yeah. everything on the head it's like, yeah no like you i like i appreciate the way your wording it, yeah. on things. like it, it's it's refreshing to hear because i mean interviewers usually don't do that um or po like i mean yeah they usually don't they're like you're you're like expanding on what i'm my gibberish pretty much which is which is great but like in the beginning like yeah that's fun. like it's like i feel like i'm talking to like a therapist <laughs> but like in a good way like in a good way I have to write on the board up here, just like therapy is in session. <laughs> yeah, actually, you should use that as branding, like music therapy with bands. Be pretty good. We we could probably pull that off. I mean, yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it, it, it makes sense. And then it's that's why we all continue to love music to this day. That's why there's a lot of bands that we know we and artists that we just start connecting with on different levels that we don't connect that we didn't connect with, you know, earlier on in life, because we've gone through different emotional things. I, I think about the bands I liked back when I was, you know, in like high school. 
and the bands I'm really listening to and really liking today. Like if I've listed my top 10 favorite bands of all time from when I was like 16, 17 years old till now, the list is completely different except for one band and that's it. Like my top one still stays there on top, but everything else is shuffled. Is because No, my favorite band of all time is Rise Against. Oh, I love Rise Against. Oh shit. Okay. I love Rise Against. All right. Against. That yep. was that was a um both Spiz and I both that middle school, high school era, like I fucks with Rise Against. Yeah, I haven't heard that Heavy. name in a, in a minute other than when we Heavy. talked. I about still that. fucks with them. They haven't released yeah. an album. But uh, I fucks with them heavy yeah they used to i i taught myself Stuff a lot of different shit people. on drums with with those guys but hold on yeah. wait let's wait real quick your favorite uh okay which what's your favorite album by residents suffer in the witness okay i was gonna say okay good good <laughs> that was the right answer i mean i mean what do you call it a siren song for counterculture is good but yeah for, for, for me, it's like, because I got into it right uh, when Appeal to Reason came out, but I listened to Suffer from the Witness, and I'm like, I was blown away by it. You heard Savior, you're like, I love this band, and then you're like, oh, okay. Wait, Savior was on Appeal to Reason, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. I mean, that's that's how I that's how I really started listening, because I know they had Prayer of the Refugee as a bonus song, Guitar Hero 3, but then it was like, I heard Savior like every day, oh, either yeah, going, yeah. like in 2009, either going to or coming back from school that day. And I would never let, like, the, the car that I was in, I never let him change it because I, I loved the song. And I picked up on more and more. And I still think Appeal, or uh, Suffer the Witness has that perfect, like, combination between mm-hmm. Rise Against still being that younger, heavier punk band and having a little bit more of that subtle, like, change, perfect blend between where they are, more the polished style, where the lyrics from Tim are really much more poetic and articulate coming forward. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, the, it's like that perfect blend of where Rise Against started and where they are now. It's in the suffer and the witness. Yeah, I know. I've oh, they'll never re- I do, remake that ever. No, I, I do feel like vibe. There's a lot of stuff on um, appeal to reason that I feel like gets glossed over because of Savior. Like mm-hmm. used to, they're coming back. I haven't thought about these songs in so long, dude. But like entertainment <laughs> and I hate I think the strength to go on is on I hate that. Fucking entertainment. Really, entertain, dude. I, I, oh, I hate that heavy. song so. It much. is weird though. Oh, strength yo, to go I, on I, though. I liked. I liked more. Re-education um, is good. Um, Re-educate, yeah. Audience, so one, Audience of One is the best song on that on that album. Audience of One hits. That's a good one. Hard and emotional. Yeah, yeah. That's a bop. Yeah, I just feel like Savior always gets the like the the enter sound. I hate that song of, too. I hate that song and Entertainment that, album. <laughs> Entertainment's weird. It gets a little corny, I guess. But I I remember as a kid, I was like, "What? I, this is fun." I was like dancing around. Strength to go on though, I think is super, 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 super yeah. under. I don't know if it's underrated, but I feel like it doesn't get spoken about as much as it should. No, Strength to Go On's a bop too. Yeah. I, See, now, I, you guys, I'll say you guys might absolutely hate me for this, but uh, last year for like three days, Rise Against did three straight shows at the Metro in Chicago. And it was like the first night they played a lot of the stuff you'd expect them to play. I couldn't make it that night, but I went the second and third night and it was all like from there outside of Andy with Savior, everything was deep cuts. And like stuff I hadn't heard him play live ever or hadn't heard him play live in like years. And some of the stuff they pulled oh. out, I was just like, you guys are doing this? No That's fucking so- way! <laughs> Dude, honestly, I'm jealous because I know if they played, was it the first album? What was the name of it? For? I don't remember. The Unraveling? It. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, 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 on is that, that one the one too. that Paper Wings is on or is that the one after? Paper Wings is on, uh, Paper Wings is on Siren Songs. Uh, oh, is it on Siren Songs? Oh. Yeah, Siren Song is good. By the way, I'm gonna sound like a boomer now, but um, I did. I, I probably since I'm the oldest one here, it makes sense though. But I I heard of them on you know you guys remember Fuse, 
the, yep. the team the, the yeah yeah they played give it all and i was like oh it's so cool he's playing in a crowd of people that's so sick <laughs> that's that's how i that's how i found him like he's saying he, he's just shouting i'm like that's cool and then the break the the ending i was like that's so cool that's so cool and i couldn't even find the song i tried to lime wire it i couldn't find it <laughs> try to lime wire it and end up getting like the completely wrong song and three viruses on the family computer just say so ended up with porn at the end of it it's <laughs> <laughs> funny i built i built my first computer my my parents never bought a computer for us um until like a few years after but me and my friend Sean would go out and we'd walk around because he got a computer and um, we would walk around and people would throw out old computers and we would just, we would just pick them for parts. And then we built mine um, with uh, old parts from garbage computers, um, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Uh, and then um, after that, I was like, how do I get internet? We'll dial up at the time. Um, Dude, oh my so God. I, I feel so fucking shit. old because like now like people, most people are like, and me, me even saying this makes me sound old. All right, I'm sorry. Oh no, dude, I remember. Di- I got the tail end of of dial up. I remember the sound. No, I the sound is embedded in my brain. It's just I'm a, I'm aside a, from like not the throwbacks on TikTok you see of the sound. Like I remember, what, like I'm sure you did too. Like witnessing the sound, like and it never worked. You know what's and then? Yeah, no, it I was mean, horrible. Thanks, what I remember is it working, and then. More than a noise, I remember AOL Instant Messenger, the doors opening. Uh, oh, yeah, and then, and, closing. and then if you're looking for yeah. your, your crush to see if she's online, because she hasn't, but she hasn't, like, she's not <laughs> online, you're like, oh, you're like, God damn it. And then you're like, and then, and it says they're away, and you're like, oh, should I message them? Dude, I'm literally giving, like, you don't remember that? Like, you'd see them, or they'd have a message, and you'd be like, oh, they just updated the message, which means they didn't message me. And you just take it all personally. Like, oh yeah, I remember, dude. The edgy, the edgy away messages too, where it's like, "Mall, text me" or whatever. You ever do that AOL, stuff? What was your AOL messenger name? It was oh. something horrible. Mine was Anthony Pyro. I think mine was like Joey with like seven Y's. Like uh, I, I don't even know what, what, what I was doing. I don't even remember what mine was. Uh, that, that 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 seems like a terrible thing for it was someone. Kevin Hell. It was Kevin Hell. It was probably Kevin Hell, honestly. There, Kevin I know. I, I, I'm pretty sure Hell was at the end because, of course, like that's you know, for, first of all, is my last name H E L L. I gotta use it. <laughs> that is pretty sick. Yeah, that is that actually was... you. You like I got I got called I got called Jizz all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I remember when I was like uh, playing fantasy football with my friends. It was like we always had like the abbreviation for your team name. Everyone puts on, I've always put hell on there, and they're like, "Well, oh no, you can't use them." Like, guys, it's the first role is my last name. Like, I can use this. And one guy said, "Shit, he's right. He's got the coolest team abbreviation because he can use his last name, and it literally says that he's from the, mm-hmm. the spawn of Satan." I'm like, "Yeah, my team's gonna kick your ass for saying that." <laughs> Only ever won one year out of like the ten I played, so um, I'll take it. You actually could have made a sick, cool. You could have made a sick banding called uh, like like just a tad of hell or something. I don't know. I'm thinking of names. I see hell and hellestad. It's hellestad. 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 Okay, yeah, but like the tad at the tad at the end. It's like how do you mix tad with hell? Tad of hell. Tad bit of hell. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going. This is ADHD running my brain so it, it, it's going it's going all over the place man but i mean we kind of already we were really focusing on the album we're folks or the ep really focusing on even the new ep you guys are working on and then we went off on a tangent of rise against and dial up yeah, you said rise against. <laughs> how did we get here do you listen to do you listen to while she sleeps or no yeah yeah they're like, like they, a, they even have like 
like Rise Against Vibes in their music. You could, I can hear like some influence in there. Looking forward to seeing them in May. So damn it! Yay! Wait, while she sleeps. Oh, they're playing with um with uh Mice Men and Architects. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's gonna be amazing. The, oh, dude, you don't even have an idea of what that week for me is gonna look like. Cause it's let me think. It's Wednesday, May fifteenth in Chicago. I'm seeing Electric Callboy. Mm. The following day, I'm seeing Sleep Token. Mm. The following day after the day after that, uh, it's while she sleeps. A my spend Architect Chicago. Then I get two more. I get two days at Milwaukee Metal Fest because well, that's where I am. I'm here, and d- the last day is being headlined by Slar to prevail. Mm. Oh, wow. I'm not going to get sleep that whole week, but who gives a shit? We're going to be in the pit the whole time. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Which is where everyone should be when they go see Advents play live. In the pit, having a blast. I mean... Full circle. Transition time. If we ever play play a show again, maybe. Ever ever play a show again? Like... I'm joking. We're going to play a show again. I would say, my my hopes went from here to here because you said that. (laughs) Well, no, it just took I mean, us we'll forever be... to play our first, so I think it that's... took us uh, three years to play our first show. So, okay, that, that, that was intended, though. That wasn't unintentional. We we didn't want to play a show anytime. We wanted to grow our fan base, which paid off in the end. So, yeah. all right, I, I got to ask about that. So, like, why did you wait to grow the fan base on that? I've heard bands doing that. I know bands are doing that right now, but I want to get your perspective on it. Um, do you want me to answer, Connors? Answer. Probably have. Slightly different answers, but yeah, I could. I mean, I'll, I'll give my quick take um, without going on a tangent. Um, I think um, the well, the main reason was was because obviously we wanted to like we didn't have enough songs. That was first and foremost. We couldn't play a show without enough songs. Um, that's like the main problem. Um, secondly, we just again like we just focused on like the band. Like we're just focusing on like growing growing our sound. Uh, figuring out what our sound was, obviously. And then even after releasing music, we just wanted to keep that steady because that's what, you know, like it, you have a song out. If you have one song out and you have songs that aren't even out yet, I mean, a lot of bands probably do that. They'll go and just play songs that nobody even knows. Just like it's not worth it. Like what, for the quick like dopamine rush you get of playing a show, like, which by the way, the dopamine rush probably would have been smart to play earlier because the dopamine rush that i got when we before we went on stage was so high that i could barely i was shaking like my body like <laughs> like even before we went on i was like completely like shaking because it was it we sold what was it we sold how many tickets guys to what we, it was bigger than we thought it was going to be yeah. yeah we we almost packed out the venue uh we almost sold it out um and it was just so many people it was that more than i expected but it was just crazy like that it was happening and like the fact that we were practicing for it and like just everything just going on you know up here and i'm sure i speak for the whole band but like it was just it was just and Coza plays has played shows with you know the other band that was on the bill as well um but like it was just weird like i think we all were just like in awe before we went on we're just like oh my god we're actually gonna do this but <laughs> Probably, like I said, that dopamine was three years of saved, uh, of like, of like stored excitement. So, um, it was crazy. But uh, for what the original question was, <laughs> it was, it oh, was why we wait so long, right? Yeah, why you that wait so the... long, and why you focus on yeah. building the fan base first? Oh well, yeah. I mean, the fan, more or less. Sorry, I, I said I wasn't going to go on a tangent. Mainly, <laughs> it, was just, it was just so it was just so we didn't. Um, we just wanted to have our like, you know, our ducks in a row, whatever the fuck the saying is. Um. 
we just wanted to make sure we were prepared. Um, we're very um, particular with things in a band. Like we are very like, um, like yeah, like particular. Like we make sure that we have everything's handled, everything's good, everything's perfect. Um, and there was just really no benefit to playing a show. I mean, playing what we would have played. What if we had like five thousand monthly listeners on Spotify? What like twenty people maybe would have came out? Like would have came out or whatever, and then maybe you would have sold like two pieces of merch. Like it, what? It's not worth it. Might as well being being mysterious made more sense, or like not mysterious, but you know what I mean. Not really playing a show yet, just kind of like I said, building our fan base online. Which yeah, it built the hype too. Like people were mm-hmm. asking us, like, when are you going to play? And it's like, well, not yet. But here's another song, and they're like, when are you going to play? And we're like, not yet. But here's another song, and then people started to like get involved more and be like, all right, when are you playing? And then we we announced it, and they're like, I've been waiting, you know, It'll be two DMing years of there. songs, yeah. like so. I think waiting was the was the right move for for our goals for this because with the internet now too it's like you could do anything. I mean, there's people making a million dollars from a laptop at age fifteen. Like we have access to, like you know, we we could put the stuff out there and have you know most of our fan base right now is in Australia and we get messages where people are like, "When are you coming to Australia?" And I'm like, "Homie, we got to play New York and New Jersey before we get <laughs> we so excited." Anytime soon. But yeah. but it's cool as hell because it's like well we'd love to come like we we gotta afford getting there but like especially winning those those people over because metalcore is thriving over there and it's like oh yeah they've embraced us from the beginning and it's like it's really cool to see so now that we <clears throat> excuse me now that we got that first show like under our belt I think jokes aside like moving forward we're we're gonna be a lot more active in that area well not as active as. Not a lot in terms of yeah. like we're going to be in Australia, but more active than one show every two two years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, in this in this day and age too, it makes sense. I remember talking with the band Opal and Sky. If you've seen them, it's the two twins that they're all over like TikTok and uh, Instagram, and they're kind of doing the same thing where they're going to build up their online following and build up the following around the music and all the things they're doing first before trying to go on the road and tour and go on stage like that just because they want to make sure that if they were going to do that, that it was going to be worth it. Like you guys said, you guys didn't want to go out and play in front of maybe like, you know, like 20 people and sell maybe like one or two pieces of merch for a show. You guys want to make sure that if you were going to play a show, especially the first one, that there was hype, there was going to be buzz around it. And that was going to be a successful night and people had that anticipation for it. I'm not sure if you guys watched the Cartman Land episode from South Park, but you kind of did that in a similar fashion where you're like, people want to go into the theme park or people want to go and see you guys play live. And you're like, no, no one can come in. No one can see us play live. I can't even see us play live. <laughs> and then when the hype got so built up and you guys had enough songs, it's like, all right, we're ready to do this. And then you almost sell out a whole venue, which was, I think you said like two something tickets. So you probably only sold out a cap of like 300 for your first show. That's yeah. pretty damn impressive. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it was cool. Actually, I think I I literally didn't cry, but I teared up a little bit like the day after. And when I when I got to the gym, I was like thinking about it. I was like, oh. I was really reflecting on it, and I just, my eyes started tearing up. I was like, oh. it's been like a uh, it's been a lot. It's been a it's been a it's been a ride. We're still on the ride, but it's been a ride. This feels so good. I can't believe this. Oh, this is great. One, two, <laughs> three. It was more like what? me just putting my head on my steering wheel. <laughs> it, was like, it was very anticlimactic it was just like me putting my head on the steering wheel and then 
for like a minute with tearing and then stopping and then doing this. I'm like, all right, and drink my pre-workout. And go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was hoping to get happy. You were going to get happy, emotional thinking about it while like sitting on the bench or getting ready to oh, like I was. bench. I was, I was vibing. The, like the day after I was completely <laughs> like, I was like a uh, high. I was like on a high. Um, so, I mean, I think we all were, right? I'm sure you were too. Yeah. We all were. Yeah, it was cool. It was, I think it, part of it too is like, don't um, don't sound too excited, Coach. <laughs> I was gonna say I, I keep I keep making it serious again, but it's like <laughs> I think I think a big part of it was like so many people are like, don't you know, don't do music. This like when are you gonna? You know, we all have real jobs, but like you know, you get the the statement like, why are you, all you're doing is you know, why is he yelling so much or like all the stuff that you hear making this type of music, and it's like oh. where we're five dudes that started a band and like we're just making music we want to hear and like there were almost you know 250 people there or whatever we we met a family that drove down from maine to see us like our first show like i don't even know how many hours that is crazy outside online there's a line outside it was was crazy yeah there was a line out the door and it's like we're just dudes that like listen to all different types of music not even just metal and we're like this song sounds cool let's put it out and it's just been a growth thing and like yeah, the next day I was like, holy shit, like somebody came from, you know, came from yeah. fucking Maine. And another kid was from Massachusetts. Like I was just, I was like, oh my God, like just yeah. cool to see, you know. Yeah, so we don't we don't take ourselves that ser- I mean, we, we take our music seriously, but we don't take ourselves that seriously. Mm-hmm. So in that moment, it was kind of just like, oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Like people and then they meet us and it's just like, you know, we're not like, again, we're just <laughs> like right now. It's the same way. Like I'm a goofball. Koza seems unenthusiastic about how not joking. He just that's just his, <laughs> just, just his voice. But it's just like that's just how it's in school. And um, you know, we're hoping uh let's want more of that. So hopefully in the future we get more of that. Yeah, let, let's get you guys some more of that. I mean, you've got people from Australia saying, Hey, come over to the other side of the world and come play for us. I saw your like Spotify like top five locations, and the only place in the US that had you guys on there, I was had a smile on that one because it was Chicago, and I'm like, that might mean Chicago. they that might mean they come my way. Yeah. Cause yeah, I gotta maybe. get maybe because I mean, you guys you guys you guys come play anywhere around me. You guys play L C D. You guys are gonna see some crazy shit in the pit of me throwing everyone around for fun. Well, you know, if we, um, we we didn't even play L C D at the shows. So. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah, actually we cut that one that one in uh stigma wasn't weren't played. <laughs> Two songs we cut. But at, when we go, don't worry. When we come to Chicago, we. Will. I was gonna say, when we come, you'll get two things. You'll get LCD, and then hit us up, or we'll hit you up, and you can we'll put you on the list, and we'll hang out and stuff. Whenever oh. we make it out there, I don't know when that is, but we'll we'll make it happen. I'll, I'll say hopefully soon. But just because you said that, you're gonna like the way the podcast ends up ending. But I got one more question for you guys before we wrap this up. You ready to go? Yeah, let's go. So sure. I I was asked this question so that we as people that love music, listeners, myself as well, get to know more about some great bands that you guys love, that you guys know about. And I always like to give them shout outs. So between the two of you, can you guys give me three bands that you want us to get to know more about that you are absolutely loving right now? Hmm. And it's should a, we like say a local bands. I feel like I, I feel like I should show, shout out the more local bands. But yeah, that that's kind of what I always look for in this. I mean, if you want to shout out local bands that you like, go for it. I mean, yeah, I'll I'm give you I'll for... give you three locals and I'll give you three not locals. Wait, um, is this three total or is it three? I'm gonna give them six us? because I'm breaking the rules right now. Yeah, let's break. Can we break the rules? We'll give you six, three each. Yeah, Lower. fuck it, break the rules. Fuck I'll it. give you three locals. I mean, um, we're actually gonna. I'm probably I'm gonna be seeing them next month. Um. 
they're New Jersey locals. Uh, Hollow Sanctum, Hereafter, um, both. Well, Hereafter is death, death, deathcore. I would call them. Um, uh, Hollow Sanctum's a metalcore band, and I don't even know who else. <laughs> I mean, I know so many local bands. I'm like, which one should I say? Um, but yeah. back to that. But right now, I've been listening to oh, and Deadlands. Deadlands. I actually been listening to more Deadlands um, recently. I've been listening to House of Cards. It's a bop. But recently, the new the new Battleman song that just came out like today or yesterday is really good. I don't know why I like it so much, but I do. Uh, I've been listening to Boy What, which is the the SpongeBob cover. <laughs> oh <Okay. band. laughs> I've been listening to Neon Tide. That song's like I don't know why the the melody and the chorus just like hits. Um, and I've been listening to uh, Capstan. Ooh. Uh, Capstan's really good. I'm a big Silverstein. Uh, I grew up like bopping Silverstein. I still do, but um, they're like they give me those so like different Silverstein vibes. So that's actually where I saw them was at a Silverstein show, which is why I heard about them. And I was like, oh, this band's tight. So yeah, those would be my six, the three local and the three uh, the three ones I'm listening to that aren't so local. But uh, again, Todd, you can answer now. Wait, you gave six. I thought it was six total. No, I was giving three. I, mean. I was yeah, giving three local. Spiz broke the rule. Or Spiz, yeah, Spiz broke the rules. You can break the rules too. Go for it. Oh, oh, god damn! All right, so now I gotta. This is like when somebody asks, like, yeah, what if any? But you instantly forget every band in existence. Um, I'm gonna shout out Afterglow, who's on our song uh, "Match My Misery." Super cool dudes from um, Mexico, Mex- Mexico City. Um, I just put out a record. I forget the name. I haven't listened to it yet. Apologies, but really cool band. Um, I'm going to shout out. Uh, did you say If I Were You? No, I did not. All right. If I Were You, we just played. A sh- they were on our, our debut uh, show. Um, they just put out a record, too. Very good. Just finished that one. Um, so Afterglow, If I Were You. Can you say addiction too? Uh No. No. Well, I just did. Um, <laughs> you know who I am going to plug? Um, I don't know them personally. I think I follow the singer. Uh, the band Desolate. I don't know if you've ever heard of them from uh, upstate New York. That's um, a new one for me. Super, super cool band. They do a lot of the, um, if you like the cyberpunky vibe that we have, they have like kind of a similar thing going on, but more like anime influenced like directly in the music i'm not even an anime guy but like whatever they're doing um i'm all for it and i forget the name of the song they just put out but i listen to it basically every day i couldn't even tell you the name of it it's just in my playlist and um yeah desolate they're they're really cool um and then i want to keep breaking let me open my spotify super super quick this will be really quick because i'll give you what's on my i do playlist by seasons um Bridges Ablaze, another good one uh, from Texas, uh, friends of mine. And then, uh, I don't know, man, There's too many bands. I got a bunch of stuff. I got ASAP Rocky on this thing. Jesus Christ. Um, I'm not shouting him out. He's got enough people. Um, I'll give you one more. Actually, I'll give you a you band that people should listen to. You know Miles. You know, Miles. I'll give you one more <laughs> that people should check out. Um, Miles. A lot of people fell off this band when they changed sounds. Spiz is going to hate me for this answer, oh, no. but uh, latter era from the change, hundredth. 
is great. He likes, I don't know if you've ever listened to Hundredth when they were punk, hardcore I did. punk. I did. But now they're like indie shoegaze electronic. Like, it's a different band with the same name. I just love the vibe of their new stuff. So I'll, I'll shout them out too. I don't even know if they do anything anymore currently, but give them two. I, was, I think that's like, five. That was, that's good be, that was not supposed to be a 10 minute se se segment, but we made it. Oh, I've I've seen that segment go longer. Trust okay. me, I, I've seen it. I've seen it get drawn out because there's some people that are like, "Fuck, I want to find somebody to say," and like somebody that's you know, I'm, I want to plug somebody, but I can't think of anybody. Then we're going through Spotify playlists, and we're like, "Uh, which one are we going with?" So, yeah, I just don't. want I mean, we're all such big big fans of music, so it's like, mm. I don't know. I mean, I'm all over the place. Yeah, I know. I don't want to. I just don't want to come off like we like hearing the sound of our own voices. Yeah, it's like no, if someone no, no. if someone asked me that question, it'd be like, okay, so what three bands do I have to, what three bands am I gonna plug from that I've had in the podcast this time? Like, do I go current? Do I go the ones that are like constantly returning? What do I do? Like, mm -hmm. there's too many because I want to plug every single one of them. I I, mm -hmm. I make I, I make not ah, shit. I make friends with a lot of the bands I talk to and get to know. Like, I'm like shit. I want to keep promoting them as much as possible. It's uh, there's so it's many. Tough. There's, There's way so too many. many. There's way too many. Well, guys, as we bring this podcast to its conclusion, I like to end this by doing three things. The first thing is I'm going to plug the ever-loving shit out of your stuff right now. So when it comes to Advents, when it comes to the brand new EP, Persona Melodies, when it comes to the next batch of songs they're going to be releasing, when it comes to following along with them and making sure that when they go and play live shows that you are going to be in attendance, Best thing you do is go to the description of the podcast below where it says find Advents online. You're going to see links and labels for socials, for websites, for YouTube videos, for, for TikTok where you can see them reading lyrics in hot tubs, uh, where you can stream the music, where you can support them anyway. It's going to be down there for you. I'm doing all the work. I'm going to be your personal Google on this. Don't let me down. Go and follow these guys. I've got all the links down there for you. Now it's time for number two. And this relates to something when you guys said, you know, when we come out to show near you and you can come, we'll put you on the list. Well, this is what's going to happen. Because if you do that, well, I'm just going to still show up anyway, regardless. But I tend to make a certain promise to bands I enjoy for the podcast way to say thank you. And I wish you could support the band in the future. You guys hit on this. But because I had so much fun with this one, I'm going to make a slight edit to it. Okay. So typically what I say is when I get to see you perform live for the first time, not an if, when, because when implies will happen, we just don't have a dare time yet. I always say that first round's on me. But I've done this a couple other times where I have literally brought a full case of beer to the band just because I enjoy I enjoyed having you guys on the podcast, enjoy talking to them. Usually do this for my returning bands, but this time you guys come to Chicago, I am bringing you a full fucking case of beer like, hey, here you guys go. That'd be sick. Thank you. I, I'm gonna, Thank you so I'm gonna much. hold on. I'm gonna be picking here instead of the beer, spring whiskey. We're gonna be good. Jesus Christ, <laughs> dude! I've got a case of beer for you. Actually, well, because I, was I, mean, it I, mean, I can't whiskey. drink beer before the show. I mean, it's gonna make me bloat. Sorry, I have like. I'll say you think I'm bringing it before. The, I mean, before the show, I might have to find your van somewhere, like or your bus, wherever it's gonna be. That's I might true. find it afterwards, like I've done the last couple of times, and just knock down the door, and all of a sudden it's like, who is it? It's the beer man. Open the fucking door, and you guys open the door. I'm just like, hey. honestly, yeah, it will taste better because you brought it to us in the van, and it's free, and you're bringing it to us. So exactly, broke, boys. So it's it's, we'll it's del it. delivered by Kevin. Oh yeah. Sorry, I'm picking. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, don't bring me beer. Bring me whiskey. You know, you know what? We'll bring we'll, we'll bring you a couple of like small shooters of Jameson. 
works. <laughs> All right, guys. Now it's time for number three. As we bring this to its conclusion, I cannot end this episode by saying goodbye because, guys, this was a shit ton of fun. I want to bring you back on the podcast. When that next EP is going to release, how about we run this back again and really focus in on that one to get more people to get ready for that EP too? Sound good? Sounds good. Sounds great, man. So this yeah. cannot be goodbye, guys. This has to be. I'll see you later. See you later. Goodbye. (laughs) Woo! Well, folks, that was my interview with Spiz and Joe from the band Advents. And now it's time for Kevin's final thoughts. So, I mean, we kind of ripped and we had a lot of fun on this one, too. Not going to lie. The hot tub story, just going off about Rise Against, their live show. Just a lot of fun stuff that we just kind of ripped on that I was really happy about. Trust me, anytime we could talk about Rise Against, you know I'm going to be a happy person. But I want to dive deep into what they talk about with their songwriting and how it gets a lot more emotional at times. And even when they said, like, it's like, you know, talking to a therapist and we're talking with you, the way you break things down, I'm like, that's a big compliment. So I'm going to thank him for that. But in reality, what I'm going to want to talk about with this final thought is I love how they kind of think about it, where even when Spiz is writing lyrics, like, yeah, he tends to repress things. He tends to keep things down, especially for us as guys. If you're uh, if you're man or if you are to identify as that. You know, we tend to emotionally keep things to ourselves. A lot of times it's because, you know, people just don't care what we are going through. It's just the fact of life. That's just the way it is. I, I hope that you guys have people that care about what you're going through and are able to support you. But the majority of it is it's like it kind of just goes off till We don't think that way. That's kind of the way that's always been. So we tend to repress things. And what I like about what Spiz was doing when it came to his writing process was he's able to actually have that cathartic release behind just getting those emotions into up to the forefront and actually going through them and no longer just pushing down or repressing those emotions and doing it in a way where he's able to create art out of it, but at the same time heal from it by creating music and letting the music dictate how the emotions are being played so that he can fully understand it. That's the beauty about music though. We connect with it in so many insane ways because it gives a tangible explanation to those intangible things we can't explain. People can connect on different sounds and different tonalities because they know how it makes them feel. And we can empathize with how other people are feeling based off of that. It's a beautiful thing. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love it. And I love the fact we can hear it in Advent's music, especially the song Chroma, especially that one. Go check it out if you haven't. Again, I like LCD because it's more manic. And if they said their uh, guitar Sebastian helped write it and he was a huge influence on it, it's one of his hugest influences, Alpha Wolf. Yeah, it's a freaking ripper. Trust me on that one. It, it it just still just puts a smile on my face, honestly, just thinking about this stuff. I mean, how emotionally connected so many of us are with music. It's a beautiful thing. This band's going to keep doing it and keep experimenting with it. And I hope you continue to find emotional happiness and emotional just clarity through the music you listen to, too. I, it's really helped me out a lot. It helped me out a lot in 2017. I mean, I was listening to a lot of Rise Against, uh, Skill in 30 Seconds to Mars, actually, during that time. Now, of course, I'm Rising is still my favorite band of all time. I don't listen to them as much, but they're always going to be number one. Skillet, I don't really listen to at all. 30 Seconds to Mars, nah. I don't listen to them at all anymore. But, you know, emotionally, they just impacted me in time I needed them. So, it's a beautiful thing. Hopefully, it's, you know, if you're struggling with something, hopefully music is impacting you for the positive in that case. When it comes to Advents, though, when it comes to Find Online, streaming Persona Melodies, listening to it, supporting these guys, following along with them, go to the podcast below where it says Find Advents Online, links labels for everything are going to be there. Make sure you're also following along with us at the Core Progression Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, links in the description of the podcast as well. Hit the subscribe button right down here on YouTube. 
And you can also subscribe on Spotify Podcast, Harry Go, Amazon. New episodes of the podcast every single Tuesday and Thursday. Biggest bands in the scene we're trying to bring on. And of course, we're always going to support the up and comers as well. Also on YouTube, we do the Friday React. So be part of that. Also like the episode too on YouTube or Spotify Podcast, wherever you are. Helps pushing the algorithm, helps get us to know more people. Thank you for your support. On that note, that's your day, guys. Thank you for watching listening to the Chord Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin. And you guys know how I end every single one. So it's a big, healthy, and hearty. See ya! Yeah.